What's up, guys? In today's episode of the Hyperfast Wealth Podcast, we're going to give you a recap of what we did in 2020. And what a year it was, Neil. What a year. Crazy, right? COVID-19, of course, everybody knows that. But you know, despite that, we've accomplished a lot in 2020. Uh, it's, been, it's been a challenging year in a lot of ways, but it's been a great year in a lot of ways for us. So stand by for this episode of the Hyperfast Wealth Show. Welcome to the Hyperfast Show, where we believe unlimited growth in business and life is created by surrounding yourself with people who have been where you are going. Learning from others allows you to compress time and grow hyperfast. And now, here are your hosts, Kerry Shaw and Dan Lesniak. Kerry and Dan are real estate developers, best-selling authors, billion-dollar agents, and million-dollar agent makers. And now, get ready to grow hyperfast. All right, Sunil. So, big, big, big uh, year for us, despite all the the stuff that 2020 threw, right? Craziness. Yes, yes. I mean, uh, one of the things is we've been very lucky that, you know, the construction industry, at least in the DMV, has not really stopped at all. Uh, In a lot of ways, it's actually gotten better. Uh, I know that uh, permitting is actually quicker than it has been traditionally. Uh, As you've talked a lot about sales, uh, the, the market overall is up. So, you know, while it's been a very, very challenging year and a lot of um, a lot of fronts, uh, I think we've been very lucky to be in the industry we're in. Yeah, so we've done a lot. So we're gonna we're, we'll go over kind of just. I think we should break it down by by kind of categories and areas. Sure. So first, maybe talk about the market and the impact that that COVID has had to construction to the real estate market in the DC area, and then maybe talk about. You know, a little recap or reminder about the the project that we did deliver right in the middle of COVID, and, sure. then, and then I think a review of all the projects we acquired and developed, mm-hmm. and, and really that's like a preview of what we got coming to twenty twenty one because we we've set ourselves up to have a huge spring and summer and and uh, next year. So I'm excited about that. And then I think we should kind of wrap up with some changes that we've made on the team, how we've grown, you know, our systems internally to meet the demand that we now have. Sure. Absolutely. Jump in. Yeah. So the market, you know, I think this was the surprise to me. Like DC has always been a good market, no matter what's going on in the market. I mean, you, you would, Agree with that, I assume. The housing crash of two thousand eight. You know that was a really, really big problem in the real estate industry. And uh, you know, while DC was affected, it was maybe a ten percent, you know, correction, which is nothing compared to the rest of the country or even even outer suburbs of DC, like Florida, Las Vegas, fifty percent drops or more, even more. Yeah, some of them took a while to recover to to rebound from that. And DC, it was it just kind of like shrugged it off. I mean, it, it was a little bit of a blip, but not not much, like ten percent in, in most of the good areas. Certainly, the markets that we're in right now were, were like a ten percent lesser hit. And so, I, I wasn't really worried when COVID happened from that standpoint because we we pro forma our prop our properties and pick projects such that we could take a 10 or even a 20% hit in the price. And I certainly didn't think that that was coming. But what we really saw was the opposite of of that. Markets in most of the countries did pretty well, I think, outside of you know the, the big lockdown cities like New York, San Francisco, like people were kind of Seattle, people were fleeing some of those areas. Uh, you know, I certainly wouldn't want to be an investor in like Minneapolis and, and things like that. But um, for the most part, 
real estate in the U.S. was one of the bright spots, and and in our market, it it went up a lot in the late spring and summer. Like we we saw pretty like double digit price increases in some areas, and, and you know that's that's flattened out a little bit, but mm-hmm. um, it's still like less than two months of inventory in most areas. So. Mm-hmm deeply into seller territory. Yeah, I think, I mean, you'd mentioned the one project that we did sell, we, we, it, it came to market right during the, the worst part of COVID in that March-April timeframe. And despite that, we were actually able to sell it at or actually a little bit above performance even. And so that was a big surprise to me. I thought that would be a big problem, but it ended up selling, I think, a, a kudos to your sales team that kind of adapted and we had to do a lot of creative things to get people into the property, but it sold. Um, and then even into the summer, when you look at like July, August, uh, prices were actually up. Uh, we've got one that's getting close to delivering now, and we're getting so much interest on it already. It's not even ready yet. So I think, um, you know, that that's a great lesson in, you know, doing what you can even during tough times. But the other big point that you also alluded to is the D.C. market itself. That's the reason why I'm here. That's the reason why I'm, I'm, I, I invest personally in the D.C. market. That's why I'm a big believer in the D.C. market. Uh, Dan and I, we've looked at other markets, but we just can't seem to beat this market because... Um, it's just so resilient. Uh, whenever bad things happen in the economy, that's almost in a way a good thing for us because that's when the federal government spends more money. And really, you know, aside from the um, not being able to go out to restaurants and things like that, the social side of it, uh, our economy has done very, very well in the D.C. market. Yeah, it's, it certainly has. You know, most of most of our buyers for the condos that we're going to go over, they they weren't affected. Mm-hmm that much um many of them actually are, are in better better spots now I, I i think um economically so uh this area really really did well i, I think um you know, most of the country did for for that that part but um you know the dc market is just a strong strong market and i'm yeah. certainly glad that this is where our business is right now yeah i've been in this market for 20 years now the dc market and i've been through the 08 you know cycle i've been through the up the super high you know what it really was going up before 08 and it's just again it's um you know i, I try not to overhype it but i'm just a strong believer in this market and we could spend an hour talking about all the reasons but essentially it's we've got you know the huge federal government that always is spending no matter what we've got a very very diversified economy high tech biotech we've got nih all the, the you know it's just so much going on in this market that um you know no matter what the world throws at us it seems like you know the real estate's always good here yeah and one of the other things too that i think is going to really set us up for next year is i think there's going to be even more of a supply crunch mm-hmm. at some point mm-hmm. because Absolutely. what you had from march through at least april or june was the situation where the stock market tanks, people go to cash, people, you know, hard money lenders start pulling their money, mm-hmm. and the little developers, the smaller developers, you know, I'm not talking like the guys who are doing 200-unit condos, but the guys who are doing like 5, 10, 50, and even the flippers, their access to capital got harder. Absolutely. From Both from banks, banks tightened up. Uh, so traditional banks, hard money lenders tightened up because they lost some of their investors. People went to cash instead of because they're nervous instead of you know equity in deals, or they went to cash because they saw the stock market go down. And we're like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm going to buy the stocks on the dip. Right. 
and and for the people that timed it right, they, they right. I think they did well. Uh, but the point is, it got harder to acquire projects. So what that means is, six to eighteen months later, there's going to be a lag in the supply that would have come. Which, and I think that's a reason we were able to get more deals. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Are you a real estate agent in the DMV area or thinking about becoming a real estate agent in the DMV area? Why not join the highest selling team in the DMV? The Carrie Scholl team is hiring more agents. We have the best training systems, the best culture, and the best environment to get you to the next level, whether that's starting out and getting to six figures or getting from six figures to 250 or to half a million or even beyond. Go to CarrieScholeCareers.com. Again, that's CarrieScholeCareers.com. I think now would be a good time to go over all the deals that we acquired in, in 2020 and, and put into our pipeline and just kind of what we expect for 2021 on those. Yeah, absolutely. If you want to go over to the board here and um, talk about all the deals that we have currently going Got on. My <laughs> microphone. I feel, like, I feel like a lounge singer almost <laughs> with this. I don't know if Dan should start singing or not. But <laughs> yeah, so let's, let's go through and, and sure. maybe maybe go over the, uh, the number of units that we're doing mm. and, and the equity raise that we, that we did on it, just so folks get a sense of the number of units we got coming, number, number of equity we've got deployed. Yeah, sure. So Alton, that's... Two units, two, units right? two single family homes, so two very large single family homes, almost 7,500 square feet each. Uh, we took one lot and we subdivided it into two, so we have two homes. Uh, and that should, you know, that's definitely on track to deliver in 2021. I think that was a 600K raise or thereabouts. I think that, that was actually a little bit more, I think. Was it? Yeah, like maybe like clo closer to a million, somewhere between 600 and a million, about, about 800, I think. All right, yeah, and that one's going to be two amazing, you know, $3 million homes. That's going to be a cool. Cool project, yep, right here, <laughs> right there. You can see them in the background. Modern there. looking, yep, beautiful homes. So Tenth Street. Yeah, that's when we we acquired in July, and that was where, like you said, a lot of the other developers were not able to get financing. Their equity dried up. It was, you know, really a kind of a, a, a tight crunch. We were actually um, six condos. Six condos. One? Yeah, yep. we were actually able to acquire that one, uh, get financing, the whole deal there. And that was that was about a five hundred k raise. Correct. Yep. Capital. We got four units, four units coming uh -huh. there. Yep. I believe that was 400k raise there. Yep. Columbia is one of our big boys. Eleven units. Eleven units, and they're, they're big units too, yep. right? And that was that was one of our bigger raises. I think it was like 1.2. Yeah, we're, we're right around 1.2 million. Yeah. That was one of our bigger ones, and that. We got the first units for that one coming in March, yeah, March April. March, April, yeah. And the first then the next nine will be a few months behind. Correct. So that's exciting. 10, 10, 17. This is one of our bigger ones in terms 15, of unit count, 15 right? 15 units, yep. 15. And I think that was like a 750 yep, k right raise. around 750. And that's, that's coming, what, summer? Um, probably May, May, June. May? Yep. All right, Benning, nineteen fifteen Benning. Do you know how many? <laughs> We're nine, testing Dan. Nine, nine yes, you got it right. <laughs> Ding, give him a prize. <laughs> I believe, believe we raised seven hundred on this. Yeah, right, right. Yep, correct. Always ends up a little higher than what the bankers tell us up front. Don't know why. So always need more money. Uh, and that one. Binning, we think, is summerish. That's also, yeah, like uh, May, June, okay. somewhere in that range. 
Chesapeake. This is this is an exciting one over near Tenley Town Metro. Great spot near ten Whole Foods. units. Ten, ten units. Ten, you got it. Dan, Dan knows. Right by the units. Woodrow uh, Wilson High School. Yep. Right. Yep. Ten units, and I think we raised about eight hundred on that one. Yep. Right. Yep. A little more than they initially told us. Georgia. Yeah, we closed on that one just recently in closed, October. Closed, that was our latest closing. Latest one. Ten units as well. And I, f- I forget what the raise on that was. That was more like 500000 500 Our acquisition was a little bit lower on that one, so that was uh, right around 500 All right. Um, Randolph's are three unit. Three units. Yep. Randolph. What's that one on the raise? Uh, that was 300 Yeah, it was like three to 400 I, I would say, let's say 400 if I remember right. So that's these are all the ones we've got in the pipeline. Uh, I don't, and then we've got three that are under contract that we'll close on. Correct. Soon. The two first of them, two of them may get done next year. Yeah, I think the first two are um, type of projects that we can get done within a twelve month cycle, and we're going to close on those first two. Forty first and ninth, we're going to close on in January. And this is forty first is a nine unit. Nine unit, correct. Was more than we initially thought when we got it, right? Yeah, we were initially performing at six units, but when we got into the design phase, we realized we can get nice uh, nine, actually very nice units out of it. And what's our raise going to be on this one? Uh, that one is going to be right around, I believe, six hundred thousand. Six hundred. Yep. And the ninth is a six, six unit, unit. Yep. so it's going to be similar to similar to what we're building on tenth. Very right? similar project, exactly. Just so you know, they're not one's northwest, one's northeast, so they're not exactly. They're, they're not. <laughs> they sound like they're close, but they're, they're not, not as close as you would <laughs> they're think. They're about twenty minutes apart. Six units, and that's and is that six hundred again? That's, uh, that's yeah, I would say around six hundred, maybe uh, maybe five hundred, but it'll be right around right around there. And the eighteenth, I think. I think this actually will be our. Biggest one for unit In count. In terms right? of unit count, that's yeah. going to be our biggest, 20 units. It's 20? Yep, 20 units. And I think we need a little over a million on that? Yeah, right around a million. That one's One, a February close at the million. moment. All right, so so big, big pipeline here. What is – I'm not going to try and do this math in my head, but I'm just curious what this adds up to for unit count. So we got two at Alton, six on 10th. Four on Capital, eleven on Columbia, fifteen on Seventeenth, the nine on Benning, ten on Chesapeake, ten on Georgia, three on Randolph, plus another nine. Thirty-five over there. Plus another six, and then twenty. That gives us one oh five coming. And that, of course, doesn't count deals that we're actually looking at right now that we've got offers on. So, and then let's let's see how much the equity raises here: eight hundred plus five hundred plus four hundred plus a million two plus seven fifty. We've been busy. Plus seven hundred, another eight hundred, five and four. And then over here, it's 2. another 2-2. Two two. So that's 8-2. Uh, and we also are GPs on a 10-unit that we raised another 3-2 on. So really, we got, with that one in the mix, we've got 115 with... Like Eleven, 11 point four. four, five, yep. raise. So yep. uh, let's 
been busy. People, people, people want to say <laughs> you can't get work done with the pandemic right. and all that. I would have told you a year ago. I, I would, or two years ago, really, when we started this, that this would be crazy numbers to <laughs> think and about. Our plans would even go much higher than that. And we've so. got we've got another one under contracts, but. That's yeah. That's a in the back burner, but but they've they, yeah they've they've got to resolve. Yeah. The owner has to resolve his yeah. tenant and topa issues. We've got about that. four or five right now that we're kind of we've got a few offers out. So we've always got about four, like four to six that we're working on that are you know potential you know future projects. So um, it's gonna be a big year. Our sales team sales team better be ready. They better be ready. <laughs> yeah, 115 <laughs> units to sell. <laughs> they will be. They will yeah. be. They're amazing. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. you know, speaking of the sales team, I know uh, Amy has been our, our lead on on that, and, and she's grown her team. Beginning of the year, it was just, you know, her and one other person. Now, or at the beginning of the year, she hired someone to join her mini team. We, you know, we've got this team within the team concept and, and then she's got someone else coming that's going to help on the buy side specifically to DC. I don't, I don't even know if you've... I wasn't even we're growing aware that team. of that. We're yeah, that so team. Amy's yep. going to have a four to start the year and, and mm-hmm. I, I think we'll probably add a fifth for her because outside of this, you know, her and, and Brooke and, and Abby sold, I believe, I don't want to get the number wrong, but like 70 to 75, so I'll give it a mm-hmm. number range. Outside of this, so right. when we plug this in plus their normal growth, like it's gonna be, they're going to be doing 200 right. probably next year, which will be exciting be to see. Obviously, the other big change on the project management side, you know, you do the show, you train other real estate investors, work on acquisitions, so you can't necessarily... <laughs> do all of that plus this without mm-hmm. help so big news on that front right yeah absolutely what one of the you know aside from doing all this stuff we just mentioned in 2021 is that we built our team so like dan mentioned we built our sales team we're building that out as well amy kind of leads that up but on the other side we built our production team as well we bought a, brought a new production manager on his name is sid we've also got uh, someone that works under him as well out in the fields we've got a two-person field team right now we're probably going to raise that to maybe three people as well uh krista who's our kind of um our operations manager, she does all the back office paperwork, you know, just helps us in a, in a ton of ways working with our investors. So really, we've built all these little teams that are going to help us, you know, grow because this is, a, this is a lot. I mean, even to take on 10 projects at a time is quite a bit. And we're looking to take on maybe 20 or more at, at any given time. Uh, so I think that's really the thing I'm, I'm most excited about. Although we've done, we've accomplished a lot in terms of actual projects, but we built this incredible team that's going to be able to grow. Uh, in fact, just this morning, we were talking about bringing a marketing person on to help us raise capital, to help us get, get, get more visibility out there. So, um, you know, I feel like once we start, you know, into, into 2021, January, we're going to have all these teams ready to go, and we're going to be able to double, triple, maybe even quadruple our uh, amount of projects we can do. Well, we'll 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 save it for uh, our next episode, but it will it'll be fun to look back a year from now, right? And like see these numbers, and maybe we'll maybe we'll think this is really small. I, I think we will. From that, that's my plan. Because <laughs> I know if I went back a year from today. When you know, I'd be doing a lot of erasing <laughs> right. to show the pipeline. Right, right. If if I went back a year, 
from today, I'd be like, oh man, we didn't we didn't do anything in 2019. Right, like, right. So very yeah. very small year. So this this will be exciting. But in the next episode, we're gonna go over our goals and and some of the new stuff that we've got from 2021 and why you should set even bigger goals. So make sure you tune in to the next episode of the Hyperfast Wealth Show. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyperfast Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyperfashions. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests, improve our shows, and give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.